about that time you made me fall in love with my sock? Well, that was funny. Dr. Tall. This is Professor Feather. This is the Midnight Gadfly. This is Dr. Head. And this is Bong the Blue Fez. And together we bring you. Insane radio tears. Today, the Blue Fez has an apology for what's coming up. We're going to be reviewing a movie that should not have been reviewed. This movie should have been left to the cinematic dustbin of history, never to be seen again. Consider this an education for those of you who wish to venture into the basement of your local theater digging up old movies. Hell, that's half the movies we watch. Yeah, true, but but Boy, this movie man. should have been left where it was. And I apologize. This is on me. This is my fault. I saw two things. I saw Peter Cushing, which is like, cool. And I saw Terrence Fisher, which I'm like, doubly cool. My brain goes, hammer horror. Even the worst Hammer Horror movies, you can find something in it that you like, and you'll be like, wow, that was fun. Now oh, the blood was really, really red or whatever. The, the ladies were lovely. No, not for this movie. The abomination we're about to review is the 1966 Stink Bomb Island of Terror. I don't want a punchline. I don't want anything for this movie. Let's just get it in this... this just tripe and get it over with. So uh, in a nutshell, this movie, stuffy British scientists are on an island off the coast of Scotland trying to create a cure for cancer. Something goes wrong. Hell, these people don't even make it past the title sequence. And they create a mono-singular silicone life form that starts going across the island, killing people. That That's really pretty much about it. And there's Sucking more their bones. There's more stuffy British people. And it gets to, 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 ah, this movie is just, oh, I'm so disappointed. There could have been so much fun that could have been had with this film. And it's just, none of it is here. Um, I just, yeah, so there we go. That's your basic, I'll, I'll let you guys kind of go into it so I can savage this piece of crap at the end. Well, I oh, wouldn't yeah. know what kind of cure for cancer involves making giant amoebas. <laughs> Well, they get those got cancer and blew up. Well, well, not you, know. you don't have to worry about the cancer, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, and I, we have to realize that uh, this is Herbert West's father, uh, Doctor David West, uh, who comes in to save the day. Um, and I'll say that uh, Edward Judd, that dude needs to learn how to kiss on screen. <laughs> I'm sure oh, was, yes. her, his, his co-star was probably glad that he didn't know how. <laughs> I, I, you know <laughs> I have to agree. My, uh, Mrs. Fez and I were watching that, and we're both, we both kind of looked at each other at that one kiss, and I'm like, 
Um, that was awkward. And she's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, terrible. Just terrible. Just, yeah, terrible. Terrible. It's got, it's got a lot of plot holes in it as well. I oh. mean, the fact that they take the boat to the mainland and they even say, if you take it, we can't get out of here. And then they're they're okay, and they're like, we're gonna take the helicopter. We can't if we take the helicopter, we can't take the boat back. And you're like, oh my god! I mean, you can't find one more person to go with you to drive the damn boat back, <laughs> right? Yeah, really? I mean, the island. You think more people would understand how to drive a boat? But this is how every Stephen King story starts, right? We got an island. <laughs> we got people. Oh, it's a perfect storm. Something bad's a coming. <laughs> Yeah, it's the cancer research. I tell you, it's the gets the government, it's the goddamn government and the cancer. Oh, it's gonna come and get you behind the research station. Yes. Sometimes cancer is better, Lewis. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna tamper with nature on a small uncharted <laughs> island. Yeah, that's right. We're gonna go to Little Big Tall this week, and um, yeah, I, 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 you know. I'm, I'm so glad that you enjoyed the movie so much, Blue Fez. Uh, this was the second time I've seen this movie. Once I saw it when I was oh. a young, much younger lad, and then seeing it again. <sighs> um, and I, I I felt about the same way both times. <clears throat> I, I, it was okay. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't live up to the hammer, but it, it is a very much in the same slope deliberately paced movie like Quatermass and the Pit or probably Lex less or so more like the Day of the Triffids which I find just as slow moving as these creatures that are like the Horda meets the green slime you know oh, um, oh, 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 don't bring the don't bring the Horda into this the Horda is like Stan a, Winston compared to this crap well, I would have killed they for got, a bunch like, they of got them on the trolleys they're, they're, they're lugging them along I know look <sighs> I, I they look like something happened to the the alien ships from from uh, the War of the Worlds, War of the Worlds. <laughs> the kind of, a cancerous version of those that can't fly. They're just like waddling on the ground. But they can't climb trees. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. Like the, like, and like and the, ambush uh, their prey below. Like, yeah. like, the brain, like the brains in The Fiend Without a Face, which I yes. find much more entertaining. Yes, um, absolutely. No, I, I don't mind this. I, I, I don't. It doesn't bother me because I know sometimes it's not as bad as the, the was it the Blood Beast Bay of or blood, what was that? Something, another one that Peter Cushing was in. Something with blood. Oh, the blood beast. off one where. Yes, Jesus Christ, that is this, that is, <laughs> that is pretty bad. If you want a bad that one, Blue Fez, you watch that piece of <laughs> shit. That wasn't even like Hammer. That was like Amicus slash yeah, something like Seven that. Brothers who didn't who lost their jobs, kind of thing. No, that was garbage. Um, no, this one I, I I kind of enjoy in in its deliberate pace. I kind of like the investigation aspect of it. I like that <laughs> you don't really see the monster for a while, or you see little bits and pieces, like you know, like a a, a tentacle or something. Fire. You know, um, <laughs> no, it 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 doesn't doesn't bother me at all. I kind of en enjoyed its deliberate pace. It's one. And of then it happens things. in Japan. <laughs> yeah, that was yes. that was a kind of silly. I'm like, ah, <laughs> no. we're gonna open the door to a sequel because this is gonna be so successful. Yeah, and yeah. thank God that never happened. Thank God. Yeah. I mean, so uh, okay, so obviously they come up with this idea, and it looks like they don't have the money to capitalize on the idea, right? So 
why go down the route that they went down? The, 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 the single cell, like you said, uh, War of the World Walker. It looked like somebody took leatherback turtles, amputated everything off of them. And or just them stretched in. out their neck really far. Right? Yeah. That's pretty bad. It just, it's just terrible. <laughs> so the, the one thing I was thinking about, I was like, do you, you remember the, the British TV show, The Prisoner? Right? Oh, yeah. Do you remember what was that one? It was the giant white ball. It was kind oh, of oh, the, the rovers. Yeah. yeah. And the thing would be bounce up. We want information. And I remember as a kid, the giant ball f- used to freak me out because I couldn't quite get wrap my head around what the fuck was going on with this. And I feel like this movie needed some of that. Why go for the obvious? Oh, it's this blobby sort of eye. They could have done anything to like, I mean, it's like, oh, it's a silicone life form. Well, why would you assume it would take this shape? I mean, it just, everything about this movie just annoyed the shit out of me. I thought I'm they like, were trying to go for like a cellular look, something I, that would attack other cells. It would look like a cell or like, a, or like an amoeba or something like that. But it's a silicone life form. Would it, would it, right. I mean, it could be anything. It looks like, it looks right. like a breast implant. Could, yeah, exactly. <laughs> as I was going to say, it could be like a pair of tits, right? Uh, that would have been much more exciting. Um, yes, it exactly. would. <laughs> exactly. And if all the women in the castle are like, hmm. Good I God, they look like boobs. <laughs> no, I'm not leaving was, this island. Yeah. What <laughs> You guys will remember. What was the, is it the movie, is it the monolith monsters? The yeah. one with the giant... <laughs> I mean, the, yeah, the the magic rocks. Right, right. Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, again, I actually enjoyed that movie because mm-hmm. at least they were trying something different, right? You know, they're. I mean, it, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. You're like, well, they're just trying things that come out of the ground, you know. But still, at least somebody was kind of stretching the stretching the uh, the, the boundaries there. And in this, it's just. It's just I was I was kind of rooting for the monsters to just kill everyone, just be done with it. And, and nobody was likable. I mean, except for Peter Cushing. I'm like, he is the only one that seems like he's in the movie and he's trying. You know, even the part where he's like, yeah, he's got to cut his hand off, and he's got that look on his face, like, God, fucking cut my hand off. Because uh, he'll sew it back on in another movie. So, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's like with Cushing, you know, you can depend on him, right? But oh. I'm just really to the movie infuriated the crap out of me. Now, I will say something in its defense, not in its total defense, but we had the subtitles on while it was playing. Whoever did the closed captioning, oh my God, they were like drunk or high as a kite. It didn't even match. Just on Tubi? Words like there was one guy. I think it was one of the doctors, Doctor Reginald Landers, and they it, the, the closed captioning Landers. called him or, called him Original Landers. That was his name. So during the movies, my wife and I were just like, "Oh, my six herbs and spices." Yeah, it's Doctor Original Landers. Did you so, watch this on Tubi? Yes, and we okay. and we have. Yeah, I it. noticed that. I noticed that the the, uh, the subtitles were all fucked up too. I was kind of like, "That's Girl. not what he said." But it's kind of <laughs> Phonetically, it looks about the same, but it's not the word. <laughs> yes. So you when you farm out your subtitles to Asian countries. I don't. <laughs> but yeah, this 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 movie is like struggling in the desert. And when you finally get to some place where you can get refreshment, all they have is a month old scone. That's exactly what it's like. It's dry <laughs> and crumbly. And you just spend most of like... <laughs> No, 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 no. This is what this movie is. It's it's just terrible. I'm sorry. 
terrible. A lot of British sci-fi is dry and crumbly. I find a lot of British sci-fi is just kind of slow. And, uh, you know, that's why I guess maybe it didn't surprise me. It was like, I've seen enough of it. Like, okay, this is, this is their, this is their thing. Everybody's, you know, much as like gore might be for like Italian horror or German horror, (laughs) you know, this, like, it just deliberately droll paste. Um, and that's very it's British. Humor. It's very it's British, terrible. you know? You, you, I mean, you if you even look at the Hammer films, which are great, those are still kind of slow movies. They're just... Sure. And we're also, we're in a different era, too. What when was this? When did this movie come out? 1958, yeah. 68? Yeah, so we're a very different 60, era of storytelling. Yes. Um, that also... But you add to the British element. It's like, eh, we're not in any hurry to get anywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, well, we, we, we just may not get there. And so <laughs> here's some tea. Would you like a month-old scone? <laughs> Good point. It's but like you brought up you brought up Quatermass and even mm-hmm. Day of the Triffids, which yeah, I, I mean I would watch those a thousand times over this movie. <laughs> I mean it's just there there there's no there like the the just there's the cinematography is terrible. Everything about this is just it's bad. It's cheap. It's low it's, end. Yes. Right. They, they, they got it? Terrence Fisher. They they got Christopher yeah. or Peter Cushing, but it's not a Hammer production. No, it is it's not. not. It's not even Amicus production. It's no. just like right. it's like it's like something Trigon. Trigon. It's like some like guy that. had like an extra twenty five grand in a camera and said, "Hey, let's <laughs> let's, let's hire." Peter Cushing it's and get Terrence Fisher to direct this piece. You know, here's this. I wrote this story last week. Will you make a movie out of it? Okay. <laughs> is that well, this, like a, the same company made Island of Burning Doom, which, which is like essentially one? almost the same kind of story. You know, they're wow. stuck on an island with the little burning, burning dooms. Now. It's probably the same island. I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah, they just lit them on fire. We have we all these monsters left over from yeah, Island of Terror. What are we going to do with them? Really cool. uh, well, we can't use them. Let's disguise them with what? Fire, yeah. Burning Doom. That sounds awesome. They're seriously oh, yeah. just little balls of light that they would put, and they're supposed to be radiating all this heat. And it was just so stupid. It was Please stupid. tell me they were on fishing line in summer sky. Nothing. Back. They were just <laughs> sitting there. They're just, like, just, they're just sitting there menacingly. <laughs> burning that's right they're (laughs) sucking the air out of the out of the air let's get something straight a fresh scone tastes like it's a month old all right yeah (laughs) i'm not a scone fan at all i'm like why why would you eat something so like i would eat a mouthful of sand for crying why 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 do this why try to look like something that's going to be tasty when you're really you're just a fucking desert in a in a little tiny pastry (laughs) you know yeah, don't do that. Ugh. Yeah, wow. The episode with the scone rant. <laughs> right. Exactly. Or, yeah, eat a pecan sandy. This is bad. Yes, and don't forget to share I, it with your you squirrel know, friends. They give like me it. a nice brownie any day. I want yeah. to know if <laughs> Professor Feather saw this at the drive-in. <laughs> no. <laughs> Tell us your thoughts about the movie, Professor Feather. No. <laughs> my favorite scene was when they were putting on their hazmat suits <laughs> oh you mean the giant condom suits yes yes <laughs> and immediately their, their face shields are fogging up they're like oh fuck there's yeah. no air in this yeah. that's it for me <laughs> yeah that's yeah yeah <laughs> Well, and I think oh, Gadfly, the, you the, the layperson would think that those monsters were full of spaghetti, but that's not true. 
Those are <laughs> those are those are udon noodles because they're way too thick. You know, those yeah. are Japanese yeah. or uh, Asian. I don't know what what they are. Chinese. Um, oh, it's supposed I to be the chromosomes, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. really. Yeah. Look really at chromosomes. Yeah. Someone it's spilled a can of chicken noodle soup. <laughs> I would just like to think there was somebody with a big pot in a ladle. We need more chromosomes. There <laughs> we go. Yeah, yeah someone had to make that, those. And yeah, okay. stuff, stuff that thing like a pinata full of like spaghetti <laughs> chromosomes. Okay, All right, hurry. It's going to get too soggy. Better break it now. Let's go. Let's go. All right, everybody. That's a, that's a wrap for the day. Uh, let's get the noodles. We got to put that on the craft table. Yeah, craft services table. You know, that's a uh, lunch, guys. <laughs> yes, scooping more. We don't use the go. movies. You got to eat. Yeah. Mm. All right. Well, are we done with this? Should we just move on to what have we been watching? Oh, I don't know. We yes. haven't covered the second half of the movie. What about that riveting end? <laughs> yeah. How about that riveting end? <laughs> riveting. There's nothing riveting about that. No, it was as slow as the as Kenneth Branagh's death as Hamlet. He just, he just no. milked it. <laughs> You know, like, oh, no, they're supposed to have been dying. And it's like five minutes later, then they finally like flail out like, oh, <laughs> I, <can't laughs> uh, I die yet again. That's right. <laughs> Ratio, I die. Well, there there was one controversial scene, and that is where Dr. West is about to kill his girlfriend. So oh, yeah, she right. doesn't have to suffer the <laughs> the, the vagaries of oh, yeah. losing her bones. Yeah, have her bones sucked out of her body. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, the mist syndrome here. Huh? So close. I would have liked the movie a lot better if he would have killed her. <laughs> then the, then the then two seconds later, the monsters that. died. Like the end of the mist. <laughs> yeah. And then he screams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I th- I thought I saw that. I'm like, oh, I don't know if it raised any hackles during its uh, time where people complain about that. But I was like, oh, I forgot all about that scene. I remember them being <laughs> trapped, but that's about it. But I even thought, like, man, these monsters are really slow moving. Yeah. Like, it's really. Like, I'll just step really, out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> like, really slow moving. And, and and why why is there only one boat? on an island i mean for christ's sake you live on a fucking island don't you, don't you think you'd want like everybody in their world would have a boat uh, or something that dreaded nazi submarine i've only got one boat for 400 people uh, there's only about what, 40 people there something like that they had they had a polish submarine <laughs> indoors <laughs> oh my god yeah was, that that's just kind of ridiculous but you know, but still, yes. maybe want to move on an island, though. I'm like, yeah, I want to live on an island, especially if there's a zombie apocalypse going on, right? Of course, <laughs> zombie island. Well, isn't that uh, the water? What was the Romero movie Survival of the Dead? Is that what it is? No, I got them. The one I, where they're on the island. I don't it's know. Like stupid families. Yeah, stupid families. Fuck you stupid on the family, island. Family, two of them. Duh. <laughs> well i think we are about done with this one fez yeah no i, I, I don't want to drag this out anymore <laughs> it's starting to feel like the movie now isn't it yeah yes it is yeah <laughs> this ending just, will be a little better hopefully I, i'm just maybe i should look up is somebody gonna throw me a giant wet bag of something on me and i can wrestle yeah. around oh, get in there and shake it around <laughs> yeah we're at a padded uh 19 minutes right now so what nice. <laughs> that's it oh that's not nearly enough 
Cow, ten minutes for what are we watching? Let's do it. Come on. All right, I'm, let's milk it. What yeah. are we watching? You you call it blue fez. All right, let's start with you, Gatfly. What are you watching? Uh, I have been watching the new uh, Justified. Uh, what's it called? Justified. Prime Primal City. Pr- primeval or prime, prime Primal. City? Primal. No, it's Primal. Yeah, primal, primal City, right? Primal City. Yeah. Um, it. Uh, I'll probably have to go back and watch it again because it's not exactly like the original series. The original series had a lot of humor peppered into it. This one does not. It's a little bit more uh, primal. Prime, I guess, yeah. Primal. It's a, it's a little bit more reflective. It's about a, you know, he's aging and you know, he's got a, a grown daughter and all that kind of stuff. Um, it's not poorly done at all. It's got great characters. It's just not the same uh, tone that the original Justified series is. So that's why I'm like, I'm not going to judge it. I'm just going to get through it and then I'm going to give it some time and go back and watch it because it may be really good. It's just not what the, the the original series, and probably not a bad thing that they they did something different, you know, a little bit different. They you know kind of grew the the idea. So that's uh, that's pretty much what I've been watching. Other than that, uh, uh, Strange New World Star Trek, um, which I think is probably and uh, Blue Fez said this before me. I was I was I was not going to say this, but Blue Fez said this may be the best Star Trek <laughs> um, since TOS, and maybe even better than TOS. Um, and I'll say okay. it's it's pretty inventive. It's and they've got great actors, great characters, and they just did an episode where they're all singing. Um, <laughs> And yes. it's great. The what they did. I'm not a musical fan at all. They did great music. Um, they did a great story around the music, and they did a great story about why music, you know, uh, happened. <laughs> so it's it's. I can't recommend it enough. It's really just the. It's fun, smart, and uh, yeah, clever. It doesn't take itself too seriously. That's it. That's me. <laughs> My favorite Star Trek series is the Orville. <laughs> That's a good one too. Love Much it. like the best Star Trek movie is uh, Galaxy Quest. <laughs> yes, yes. I would say. I would say. Truth. Um, let's see. What have I been watching? Uh, I just watched. It was a PB's Big Holiday Adventure from 2016. Um, boy, that it just was so wonderfully done. I didn't even know the movie existed until we, we were talking about it. Right. And I, yeah. I had to find it, Mike. Oh my God! It, it, I mean, once you get past like the first shot where you could see how much makeup uh, is being worn to get him to look like P, but we're we thinking, God, this guy's like sixty something years old. Uh, the heart of that movie was just still there. The delight, the sheer absurdity, the the joy, abundant childishness, um, and just loving quality of everybody in this movie is so abundant it was just it was so wonderful to watch unlike yeah, the monsters so unlike the monsters what <laughs> the monsters could have been the monsters could have been yeah it could have been it could have been no um I, I, was, I was gonna bring this up for my what i was watching no i i you know like you dr head i this movie got past me and i i don't know why because i remember when it came out thinking oh i gotta watch this and you know life um, and so we watched it and, and this may be like Herman heresy, but 
Actually, I liked it better than Pee Wee's Big Adventure, at least thematically. The narrative, I, for me, made a little <gasps> bit more sense. It wasn't like a bunch of shtick put together. I mean, when they when he meets the bank robber girls and I'm like, oh, my God, this is like a Roger. This is like an ode to a Roger Corman, Russ Meyer film. They're all they are running out. They got the huge boobs and the cat suit and the, the big hair and the eye and the makeup. And I'm like, ah, oh, love it. I mean, I knew exactly. Faster pussy, faster peewee kill, kill. <laughs> right. I thought that I was great up up until like the, the gags they were running through the guy in the woods, which I'm trying to figure out if he was trying to get Jason Momoa for that role and he couldn't. So we found somebody close. Uh, for uh, with Grizzly Bear Daniels, <laughs> but I thought the movie was was hilarious. I, I had a good time with that. Yeah, and cool. very touching. You know, very yeah. very heartfelt. And it just like everybody in the Pee Wee universe, most people are, are very caring, good, loving people. Like the like the trio he meets on the bus, the ones who are going for the hair convention, oh, yeah. the four, group of people of four people. I thought that was just so funny. And like, like everybody in this movie is just so happy and positive. They might be crazy, like the woman who flies them and then jumps out of the plane, but <laughs> but they're, everyone's like loving one another. And it was so such a positive, feel-good kind of movie. Like it's just going to be on regular rotation. Kind of like when I saw the Muppet movie that came out about that same time with um adams amy adams and uh, i forget it was that about 2012 maybe 2013 um just a delightful movie in that regard like a lot of nostalgia but whoever did it like it was lovingly done it wasn't crass it wasn't silly. like this was done by someone with love with care what we all wanted to see with the monsters movie that we did not get but that that's what made it so joyous like okay this is this is a modern muppet movie that still has all the sensibilities and and care and tenderness to tell the story the right way so that's what i loved about it great. yeah great feather what you watching nothing of note <laughs> exactly seriously yeah, i'll go into what that i haven't been I watching much of anything i've been i've been busy doing other things besides tv Fair enough. You can get Professor Feather at OnlyFans next week and the week after. <laughs> Dr. Tar? <clears throat> yeah, I kind of like Feather, but I have been watching a bunch of little shorts on YouTube. So Alter and and Beyond Creepy. Right. <laughs> Has anybody seen this show? Actually, it's kind of fun. It's, kind of, it's so monotonous. So his voice is so monotonous, but he's the one that like Island of it. Like Island of Terror? What, Beyond Creepy? Oh, no. no. Well, he talks. What makes the show interesting? It's one of these podcasts where he talks about, you know, weird shit. But what it, he talks about the oddest UFO cases and, and alien or humanoid or whatever sightings kind of thing, cryptid or whatever. But anyway, he talks about, and just the general gamut of weirdness. But what's interesting, though, he picks, because I've, yeah doing my research I, yeah all this stuff is he's pretty accurate with his stuff which is great it's interesting anyway that yeah and they're short <laughs> it's kind of like alter nice no it's not but okay. <laughs> <laughs> i started watching the midnight club also on netflix it's a horror anthology or a horror miniseries rather oh. and apparently the the, the it got an award for having the most jump scares in an episode i won't say which episode but i did see the one with the jump scares <laughs> and i wasn't sure if that was the, the episode until about the 14th one I'm like okay 
this must be the jump scares. All right, but it's it's a horror. Jump? Um, a couple of them, yeah, were pretty good. But after a while, it almost became comical. Like it was you were it was just there and there, and then you've gotten got desensitized to it. You're just like, boop! Oh, there's another one. There's another one. You know, like like when you get a job as a cook. Like when I first got working job as a cook, and the first time I burned myself. You know, you look out and you like see the skin crisping up, and then you're just like swearing, like fucking screaming everything, and your manager's going to apologize to everybody because you don't know how realize or how far your voice carries. And then after you know a year or so there, you get a burn. You're just like, oh, okay, it's a burn, whatever. <laughs> you know, that's kind of how this was. Yeah, as <laughs> I remember at Ponderosa, everybody that worked on the front line, we all had burns on our arms from the same place because when you pull those hot potato pans out with the big gloves, sometimes the, the pan would slide and that corner would hit the inside of your arm and be like, oh, <laughs> you put it back. So we all used to joke like we were Kung Fu, you know, because he had to yeah. take the pot up with his arms. <laughs> and we all had these big scars on the inside of our arms of those pans. So that would be just like, yeah, we walked away with the potato, you know? Yeah, the potato. For our younger <laughs> listeners, uh, Ponderosa was a chain steakhouse that was big uh, back in the 70s and 80s. Yeah, 70s and 80s. I think there are still some Ponderosas around. Very few. Very few. Yeah, there's, there's, like, there's one, a couple in Ohio. One in Ohio, at least, I remember. I think there's Most two left. So. Yeah. yeah. That was known for their big, uh, they had the buffet. Yep. All you can eat salad bar and Sunday bar. <laughs> and a big pile of steak right here. <laughs> That's a whole other podcast. I wanted to yeah. throw, you because... Know, Dr. Head, you talked about Kiwi's big holiday, and that was what I've been going through, like the Paul Rubens catalog. Uh, the other thing I'll throw in there, um, Mark Mothersborough did the music for the uh, the movie, which was very reminiscent of Danny Elfman's score um, for Pee-wee's Big Adventure, but it, it's got to sound weird. Felt a little bit more grown up, if, if you will, because I that hit Elfman's score for the first movie. I used to have that on constant rotation um, back in the day because that was good music to just work to. You know, if you're doing busy work, that kind of sort of early Elfman circus Calliope style music was just good to have in the background. And and the score for this one was great too because, like again, I, I mentioned that whole like Russ Meyer sequence. He you know, Mother's Pearl just shifts into that sort of like, you know, um, yeah, that like sleazy music licks and stuff like that. It's the score for that film is just delightful. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it, you you mentioned Mark Mothersbaugh and I uh, I've been going through the Marvel movies uh, because I've seen them so many times. I can just have them on in the background. Um, Thor Ragnarok. Mark Mothersbaugh did the, yeah. the score yeah. for that as well. I had yeah. no idea. And after listening yeah, to it, I'm like, great. oh, it's it's genius yeah it's great it is it's like one of my favorite scores i have which you know i just enjoyed the whole movie but his score for that is great Very he's good. like the john williams of movie scoring yeah it didn't he do uh what, what, what's the 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 sisu uh, uh the the underwater submarine fuck what what is the name of that movie Oh, Life Aquatic Steve Zissou or something like yeah, that? Yeah, Life Aquatic. That, if you listen, that, I love that soundtrack. I saw the movie one time, I didn't like it, I had to go back and rewatch it. It's not like, one of my favorite of his, but I uh, there's no. parts of it. and not a very good movie. Yeah, aspects of it that I really like. I really like mm-hmm. the, that they do, they built that set that's the cutaway of the... Um, the submarine, which I thought was really good. And there's, mm-hmm. as I said, there's little parts of that. Not, I don't, 
honestly, I don't like it. I don't like that one in the Royal Tenenbaums. Um, both of those have parts that are good. Could be. Yeah, I wasn't crazy about no, that one either. I did like Lost in Translation. Speaking of Bill Murray oh, movies, yeah. yeah, I love that. Yeah. I liked that. That was good. Who directed that? I don't know. That Coppola. was uh, Coppola. Okay, yeah. Coppola, uh, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Not not Francis Ford, his daughter. Oh, sorry, Sophia. Yeah. Sophia. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. What's the one that he she did with this? Uh, what is it? Uh, suicide. Uh, Suicide Squad? No. No, no she didn't do those. A very different movie. It yeah. actually had Hayden Christensen in it, and it was really good. It was based on a novel that she wrote. Um, and it's where you can go, okay, Hayden Christensen actually can act as long as he's not being directed by... Uh, oh, Virgin Suicides. Virgin Suicides, yes. If you haven't seen that movie, it's really good. It's a really good movie. And you'll see Hayden Christensen. Um, he also was in Glass. Um, which where he plays that reporter that makes up everything um, and and writes all these things and he gets all these uh, um, accolades and it's based on the true story. Um, mm. But you see him, you get to see him like really act. Well, I think part of the, the unfortunate thing with the uh, Star Wars movies because, you know, Lucas, well, they were rewriting and rewriting until the last second and they also tried to keep it secret because it was so good. Um, the actors didn't see the, their their dialogue uh, until the scene like they were given the dialogue like right before they shot and so enough time to like look through it memorize it but they were not they, they, had, they didn't ever have a read through they just had script on you know day-to-day basis so they had no idea what they were saying the context the emotive emotions they give but his performance is particularly bad christensen it's just well, it, 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 source material is bad too yeah it is and the, the script went from rewrite shit rewrite shit rewrite shit <laughs> you know yeah yeah and natalie portman who is a good actress uh you know is particularly amazing flat. um you know everybody i mean even liam neeson in his tiny role can't save you know that film but i like well, he, ewan mcgregor again uh, there's some good actors who who have some good lines but as a whole you know ugh. Episode one or Island of, of Terror, Blue Fest. Neither. Neither. <laughs> I'll take Robocop two. Thanks. <laughs> right. <laughs> Life sentence without Great. parole, please. <laughs> I'll remember that, Head. I remember that. I will remember. <laughs> How dare you bring up that movie again? I was giving you the option. No, no. no I now I know what your private hell is. I get it now. I know. Okay, we've passed the 30-minute mark. Oh, it's time to get out of here. Yes, please. Hey, you can find Heavy Metal Horror on a... Oh, sorry. <laughs> Switching to different mode. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you guys, what? Uh, yeah. We just yeah, we'd like to watch that. Come something, on, Jerry. Uh, sorry, something literally changed without me doing it. The Earth's accent. <laughs> Uh, it's magnetic field shifting. No, I, I'm dead serious. I don't know. I did not change anything. Should we do the closing music acapella? Um, no. oh, hang on. I don't know why this is playing. It's playing on my speakers and not... What the fuck? I didn't touch anything.
only we hadn't reviewed such a piece of crap movie. We'd have right. <laughs> let me we let me know. I'm sorry. No, I'm we've had it in enough. No, here's here's what happened. The the playback for this um, um, audio. Each song has you can actually change where it plays back, which I that's new. That's nothing that was before. So let me see if you can hear this. Yeah, you guys want to watch yeah. me take a dump? Yeah. Yeah. that music that was our music for a while for a long while all right we're gonna edit it again sorry fucking hate technology <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the title of the episode yeah you guys want to watch me take a dump Experiencing Unseen Radio, all the usual bullshit that goes at the end. Thank you. Guitar and Feather, all the usual bullshit that goes at the end. Thank you. And even more bullshit, heavy metal horror, and all the bullshit that comes after that. You know where it's at. And we freaks. Facebook. W e f r e e k z. I know where it is. We're back. It's back. It's and all back, that cool baby. that goes with that. Back. Uh, <laughs>